This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is us. Us. We're back. Yay. If you don't recall, we're a podcast that discusses Once Upon a Time. Yeah, And if we, you didn't know that, how did you get here? I, but thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the, it's a little uh, shabby, a little dusty around here. It's a little in, in the old crazy. podcasting studio. It's not the old podcasting studio. It's the new podcasting studio. Yes, it is. We are no longer recording in a garage. We're recording in a basement, which is... It's it, a finished basement, a though. Finished it's basement. at least a finished... There are walls. So that is an upgrade. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, sorry we haven't put out an episode in a while. We've been really busy with, you know, this, that, and the other, and, you know, getting the new studio set up. All sorts of stuff. Uh, getting ready for a couple of things that are coming up later this summer that we're going to talk about. Momentarily, in a we'll discuss them. Momentarily, but uh, yeah, uh, we we're today we are going to do one of our famed spoiler parties. Kinda, kind of, mostly, not a hundred percent. There, there's not a ton of real spoilers, but they there was a decent amount of announcements over the past week or so so uh we finally felt we had enough pulled together yeah to it wasn't just us going hey we should podcast because yeah. i was kept saying we should podcast i miss talking to the peoples <laughs> yeah but it's so hard in the off season it's like we want to do commentaries but now other people are doing commentaries. i know they stole it we only did yeah. one too i know maybe we should do another one to reclaim our territory. We we should we should try and do another one sometime soon before the event that we're going to be talking about. We have to. That's yeah. plenty of time. Definitely, definitely minus one amount of time. <laughs> okay, but uh, it, right up front here, before we get into all the one snooze, we do have some announcements about us. Yes, yes. My sorry, my phone just went off. I was going to say you looked a little scared. <laughs> and another announcement. My phone just went off. Another news. I no, uh, but first and foremost, and we've been talking about this for a while. Listeners of the podcast will remember we've been trying to get a panel at DragonCon. Now well, we have one. We have one. Kinda. Um, well, we had been wanting to do a greetings from Storybrook panel with some cast members and crew members and stuff that are going to be at the con but unfortunately we missed our deadline yeah. to work with guest services so unless one of them reaches out to us probably not going to happen probably not but we're, we're going to be hosting a fan cast panel on the podcasting track on saturday uh they, around 11 30 weekend and it'll be at 11.30 a.m. So right after the big shenanigans of the parade yeah, for just, all of you congoers. Just walk over to the Hilton right after the parade and uh, our panel will be getting started uh, very soon after that. Uh, Bill will be running around like a crazy person after filming mm -hmm. the parade and yes, its commentary. With commentary. Uh, so we will probably be running in with uh, 
equipment. Which, by the way, if you see me at the parade, it's probably going to be me and one other person commenting on it. So if Don't you say if, hi. Well, no, if you see us, feel free to walk up and say hi because, you know, it's really an hour and a half event. It's really hard to keep the, the talk moving, especially with just two people. This is true. But uh, And also, I, I wanted to mention that I'm also on a couple of other panels this year. Uh, they're both on the Brit, Brit track. Uh, yeah, I think it's just Brit, Brit track. But I'm going to be on the Being Human panel. So if you like uh, the way I analyze television shows and you like uh, the UK being human, this is the panel for you. And I'm also going to be on the World's End slash Cornetto Trilogy panel under the Brit track. I don't have times for those yet, but those will be uh, sometime during Dragon Con weekend. Which would be fun. Yay. <laughs> Bill is also soliciting people to interview. <laughs> not in the bad way. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. No. I'm not soliciting Not people. at all. Uh, <laughs> trying to get some cosplayers to interview in character. Yes. And I'm looking – because I'm covering uh, Dragon Con as I have for the past three years for BleedingCool.com, which is TV, film, comics. So unfortunately, no video game characters. But if you're dressing up as a once character – comic book character please get a hold of me uh, i'd love to uh bring you back to my hotel room to interview no! you in character <laughs> again not soliciting in the bad way um but yeah if you're interested just email me uh bill <laughs> at meeksmixedmedia.com um oh, and let's goodness. see here uh, one other thing i wanted to mention here at the top before we get into the stories and uh to Anne marie's credit she's w- way more prepared for this than i am i didn't get a chance to look over a lot of stuff so i'm <laughs> she, i'm kind of gonna be following her for this once week. i know more than he does yeah. going well, i was this. i was so concerned with the doctor who and the superman batman announcements and all that stuff breaking bad and then i stalked every one of the mm-hmm. once people and every interview <laughs> they did and the fact that Ginny godwin or goodwin is mad at josh for jumping in the walking dead photo it was a <laughs> thing if you saw it you know it was a thing <laughs> but uh, yeah the, the one other thing i wanted to mention here at the top if you noticed earlier or late last week we put an episode out on the feed which was me reading a brothers grim fairy tale called six soldiers of fortune i did that in cooperation with uh rebecca over at operation cobra podcast great experience like i i i was moving so I told her, you know, get a hold of me in a couple of weeks and I can do it. And like three weeks went by. I completely forgot about it. She emailed me. She was like, hey, are you going to do that thing for me? And I recorded it in like 10 minutes while I was working. But uh, yeah. It, but he it, did a good job and put mm-hmm. his whole heart into it. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and she did a great job editing it, too. So if you want to listen to that, you can go uh, check out Operation Cobra podcast. I forget. I think it might be CobraCast.com. But uh, we also have the episode in our feed, and uh, if you like uh, mine, they she also she's been doing a series of them over the summer with uh, various people reading lesser known Grimm's fairy tales. So definitely check that out. And now I guess <laughs> on to the news. <laughs> that was really quick news. getting to the news. I know. Um, well, that's a spoiler party for you. Yep. Straight cheers. to it. Cheers. I mean, cheers yeah. every time there's. Yep. Okay. Spoiler parties are a little loosey goosey. Spoiler parties are a little drinksy winksy. Um, <laughs> so I guess this is sort of starting at the end. If you watched any of the San Diego Comic Con footage, mm-hmm. which I stalked on the YouTubes, there it ended with a teaser. Ariel, 
Ariel. Yes. Ariel. Basically, uh, for those of you who haven't seen this, it uh, starts off with uh, Grumpy. He's like going down by the shore, I think, to uh, – hold on. I'm trying to play it through here a little bit. Yeah, to have his lunch, He's hard day at work. Yep. And uh, he – he pulls out a fork and he sets it down and uh, he turns back or, or no, it's in his lunchbox and he turns around and it's a hand reaches in and it's gone. And instantly, you know, that's Ariel because hello, it's a dingle yeah. hopper. Yeah, dingle hopper. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, then you see someone running back behind a rock in the signature Ariel Which blue you see dress. the feet. I would like yes. to state you see her feet. Mm-hmm. And then a, f- a few seconds later, uh, Grumpy sees the patented aerial dress on the fl- on the ground and he <laughs> runs over to the ocean and he sees the little mermaid herself with her fin mm-hmm. so i'm guessing or it's hinted at mm-hmm. that she can sort of go back and forth it's not yeah. like it's not like uh ursula what, yeah ursula sends her one way or the- right. well actually d- do you think they're actually going to have an ursula or do you think it's probably just going to be queen evil queen See, you know, I, I thought we were, said it would be um, Rumple. Well, he's like every bad character at this point. Well, there in the original Beauty and the Beast episode, there was that exchange where uh, Regina said she had a problem with a mermaid she needed help with, and mm. then it kind of got blown off and thrown That's back into the Beauty and the Beast the situation. But uh, the rights, hands, uh, it's an old story. Tales old as time, in Okay, fact. well, they had issues getting uh, Neverland. That's why it took us so long to get Well, there. Neverland's a different case because it was written in the past hundred years or so. And while... And, and He's still I, smarter than me and I did research. I actually uh, know a bit about the Peter Pan rights. Uh, in America, they've been free and clear of copyright for a long time. Uh, for, for, you know, decades. Uh, but over in England, the copyright laws are different. And J.M. Barry set up the profits from the Peter Pan IP over there to go to, oh, what, what's the name of the children's hospital? It's something related. It might even be Peter Pan's Children's Hospital or something like that. But uh, And that's been a situation for years over there to where they're not quite as free to work with the character as we are over here. But I think recently it just but went I to the public domain. I wonder how they're going to feel about Peter Pan not being a nice guy. I, I don't think they have too much of a say. <laughs> no, but if they fought for rights. Well, has Peter Pan ever been a particularly nice guy, though? He's been likable. Like, we we all like <laughs> Peter Pan because we're introduced to him when we're a kid and we really get his point of view. Uh, you know, us being full-grown adults, if we ran into a kid like Peter Pan, he would pre- probably get under our skin so quickly. He would be the bad guy to us. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. Unless you never grew up like me. This is very true. <laughs> As we sit in the den of comic books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so basically, Ariel confirmed, mm-hmm. but I believe Being I saw grumpy somewhere. Confirmed. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's important. Um, I don't believe they've actually cast her yet because they have mm-hmm. only filmed for, well, I'm guessing six days at this point. Yeah. Because by the time Comic-Con was this weekend, um, they'd only filmed for five days. So they just had like an extra and a wig Yeah, they just had a chicken Yeah, because she never even, in, there the, was no in the trailer, she never lo- turns around and looks at the camera. No. And you know what? They did this last year with Hook. Mm-hmm. Because the Hook that they had for the teaser last year was completely not like the character ended up being. Oh, yeah. He was dressed more like He was like Peter the straight Pan up hook hoped. with a peg leg. Which, well, I guess since that's an actual scene from or something they've shot, I guess that will definitely be her costume, though. No, not necessarily, because yeah. he was in the full-on, like... Well, I, I'm just saying just because, you know, Grumpy, it seemed like it was 
a scene from the show versus something they shot especially for Comic-Con. We'll see. It seems because like it that- definitely looks like something they did on their lunch break. <laughs> Let's be honest here. It's quick and dirty. Well, maybe it's like the closer to the first episode or something like that. You see Ariel and then next week on Once Upon a Time. Possibly. We'll see. So. Okay. Moving right along. More news. More news. Sorry, my thing scrolled. Scheduling. We got confirmation at Comic-Con mm-hmm. that there will be 11 back-to-back episodes, and mm-hmm. then there will be a break, and then there will be 11 more back-to-back ep- episodes. So only one break. One break. They said they are going to do their darndest not to have to take any breaks in the spring. So mm-hmm. basically, you know, we're going to be up against a lot of awards shows. <laughs> you, know, you know what I hear? I, I With this in the announcement of uh, Once Wonderland or uh-huh. Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, they're doubling our workload and cutting our vacations. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. But But you know what? We needed it. They needed this. They needed that dedication. And I'm going to guess like the station realized that that's why their ratings were hidden or like Mm -hmm. dropping. Oh, yeah. It it was just so hard to get a beat on it. You know what I mean? This is completely selfish. But just from our perspective, too, you know, we'd get into a really good rhythm with the podcast, be recording on a consistent day, and then we'd have three weeks off. And you, ju- it, we just can't do that. Yeah, yeah. It's you like, saw how well we did our commentaries on those three weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm very glad that they're going to try to minimize the breaks uh, for sure. And they also announced um, it was a, several days before, uh, but Adam Horowitz announced on Twitter that once uh, will officially be returning on September 29th, and that Once Upon a Time in Wonderland starts October 10th. So that that'll be fun. So we'll get like. What, just like a week okay. regular episode two. and then two? And we then, should get two. And then starting then, it'll be once, twice a week. Yeah, yeah. We're <clears> still <throat> figuring out what we're going to do mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. If you, ha- if you have any preference, uh, right now we're thinking... We're actually on opposite sides <laughs> on this. I think there mm-hmm. should be two separate dedicated podcasts mm-hmm. are hour long for once, pretty much an hour long. And I'm okay if it starts off as a half hour for Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if it doesn't get its own dedicated time, yeah. it's going to get swept under the rug, even if it's really good. Yeah. And so so you're basically advocating for two episodes a week. Yes. Releasing two episodes a week. What I'm advocating is – Especially at first, uh, as we get into it and see what it is exactly, uh, doing the Once Wonderland as a bonus segment at the end of our normal episodes. Like, we'll watch it on Thursday, or I think it's Thursday it airs, and we'll we'll record a short, you know, 10 or 15 minute reaction piece, and we'll tack that on to the end of the episode that we put out the following, you know, Monday or Tuesday about the regular once episode. These are our options, people. <laughs> right? It's like greetings. Please let us know yeah. because greetings from storybrook at gmail.com. Let's yeah. There. Yeah. Just cause you know, we're a little conflicted about it too. Cause on the one hand, yeah, we're definitely probably, we're definitely going to be excited about it. We're going to want to talk about it, but how much do we devote to it? And how much do we take away from the time and effort we put into covering the main show to cover the spinoff? So, you know, just let us know what you think. But yeah, uh, once returns September 29th, Wonderland October 10th. Uh, you want to go ahead and take this next one? I'm actually going to pull something into this so that you can take that one because you're a little bit more into it than I am. Okay. Okay. So 
I was going to talk about this later, but it's not that huge for later. Once fans are called Oncers. What are mm-hmm. Once Wonderland fans called? Because uh, Anthony said, what did he tell me? Once Wonders or something mm-hmm. like that. And that kind of reminds me of that thing you do with the Oneaters. With, with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really, as soon as I read, I was like, the Oneaters? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, no, wrong, wrong thing. <laughs> so I keep wanting to say like the wonders or something like something errs yeah um, but i can't figure out and i'm actually really surprised that the twitterverse hasn't already come up with something yeah, it hasn't already come up with the hashtag right yeah that's something else definitely uh people can write us in about if you have any ideas or tweet us at gf storybrook yes we're there all the time <laughs> definitely um yeah i'm trying to think it, it seems like it should maybe have something to tie into like, I don't know, the mushroom sheets to change sizes. Or... Shroomers? Because that <laughs> doesn't seem like we're going to no, get the right audience. That means, that, that means something else. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. The rabbits? No. No. Rabbit holes? No. 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 Okay. These are just we getting We have now worse. turned to NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, okay, back to news. We have a returning character this year. In Season 3, it has been confirmed that Giancarlo Esposito, uh, also known as Sidney Glass, will be returning. We're always asking, where did Sidney go? Apparently, he's in the basement. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) But we're going to get to see more with him. Uh, I I believe it's unconfirmed right now whether it's going to be a flashback or a current scene. But he will definitely be back for an episode or two. And if it's a flashback, that gives us more hope for Gus Gus. Yes, definitely. I had to. I had they, to get it in. <laughs> you know, before the series ends, which, you know, heaven portend, but uh, before the series ends, uh, it would be really cool if they have some flashback scene with every character who's died. Like, sometime they all interacted back in Fairydale Land or something. There was, like, a carnival or something. Where they or, like, went. they're all, like, walking down the street and, like, uh, what's her name? The uh, seer jumps out and she's like, you will all die. <laughs> And then come back to Storybrook, and it's the one-year memoriam for all the dead characters. This That's horrible. Dark. This has got a really dark twist to this episode. I like it. I like and it. And I'm just going to keep the dark trend going. At Comic-Con, mm-hmm. uh, Regina's favorite kill is coming in season three. Ooh. She was really excited about it. Mm. Lana was really excited because I believe it was an audience member asked her what her favorite kill was. Mm-hmm. And going right back into character, <laughs> that her favorite kill was coming in season three. So, so who do you think her favorite kill I was? I have no idea. I'd almost, like, I'd want to say it would be Rumple. Yeah, I kind of leaned a little. Oh, wait, she was sitting next to him. It was a little scary. It's either Rumple or Snow. Uh, I mean, be- those are going to be. Because I don't think she would be happy about killing Emma. No. Because they've they've kind of she would have in season one, mm-hmm. but after uh, the end of season two, when it was like power to Henry's mommies, yeah, it I don't they, still... they've bonded, they've bonded, but yeah. she still hates snow as much as she ever did. Yes, so yes, and well, she hates snow actually probably more now after killing her mom. Mm-hmm. So lots of mom death. Mom may- death. Maybe maybe it's herself because they, Regina actually is pretty self loathing. She is. So actually, that actually, would that would almost make sense. Yes and no. Yes and no, because she also said that she doesn't th- think Regina's that bad. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see what her 
favorite kill is. Interesting. Yes. Okay. uh, So now before we finish up uh, with all the news from Comic-Con, I would like to take a brief moment to talk about our sponsor, Audible. Now, uh, Audible, if you're not familiar, it's a website. You can go. You can get your audiobooks. Listen to books on the go. You don't have to read. You don't need your eyes. You can cover them up with duct tape. You why? Don't need... Why? Because with Audible.com, you can listen to your books. But why the duct tape? Why, why wouldn't you cover your eyes with duct tape? Because then there goes your eyelashes. Well, that's how you pull your eyelashes. Who pulled Time her? for a little maintenance, Anne-Marie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Here, I have some tweezers. You can pluck your eyebrows. Ow! But for you, the listeners of of the Greetings from Storybrooke podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, Now, we have a couple of recommendations. What's yours? Mine is The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I have Mm -hmm. loved, 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 loved this book from when it was first published in the 90s, I think. Mm -hmm. It was the winner of like some MTV novel contest. (laughs) Yes, that's why I got it. And it was about Pittsburgh, which is where I was from. I was like, this Mm -hmm. has everything winning. And yes, it's awesome. And it would be so nice now that I'm always on the go to just be able to listen to it instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, having to read. Yeah, or you can, you know, just scan to like a favorite passage and just, you know, if you're listen. if you need like five minutes, you can be like, oh, okay, I'll listen to chapter seven. Right. Or whatever. Exactly. Which is fun. And my recommendation this week is it's called Superman, the High Flying History of America's Most Enduring Hero by Larry Ty. And I, in preparation for the Man of Steel, because I'm I'm sure it's come up before, I'm a huge Superman fan. I, I decided to uh try and find some new uh Nonfiction material about the character. I and I've read like thirty nonfiction books about the history of Superman, so it's really hard to teach me anything about the character. But this book did it. Like it was really neat. It stepped through basically the entire creative history of the character, and then it went back through and went decade by decade and analyzed the character based on what was going on in the world at the time, and you know the Hollywood system back during the Adventures of Superman TV show. Really, really good. Uh, in Superman, the high-flying history of America's most enduring hero. Also, if, I'll mention, if you want to hear what I thought about Man of Steel, mm-hmm. uh, go to my website, meeksmixmedia.com. And on the front page, there's a post, Man of Steel and Me. You can see me on like a million different podcast YouTube shows where I talk about it. Perhaps the show have been called The Bill Meeks Show tonight. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> well, self-promote, self-promote. A lot of news, a lot of news. But no, actually we're promoting Audible, Anne-Marie. And to download are. your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. Thank it, you, Audible. Thank you, Audible. And now on to more news. More news. So more from Comic-Con. We are getting Tinkerbell. This is mm. like it was like gleeful for me. Yeah. With getting Ariel and Tinkerbell and there's gonna be glitter. There has to be glitter. <laughs> um but what we know about Tinkerbell is that you have to believe in her to see her. Mm-hmm. Which makes me feel that we've already met her. It might be somebody who doesn't know that they're Tinkerbell yet. Or Well, you'd think Tinkerbell would have to already exist within the story so i mean it can't you be would think. i don't think it could be any of the main characters because i know you were thinking i was thinking it was emma mm-hmm. but i was thinking that 
because of her strong because they also said it has a very close connection with somebody who was on the panel, which we had um Emma, Snow, Charming, Balefire, Hook, Belle, Regina, and Rumple. Mm-hmm. And Emma and Balefire, very close. Peter Pan connection. Henry's taken by the shadow people or wanted mm-hmm. by the shadow people. She's blonde. <laughs> she had her hair actually done up in this really See, cute Tinker Belly thing. This is what it, I do. This is my job. It it, uh, it kind of uh, just makes me wonder, though. Ha- has there ever been a character on the show, like a fairy tale character, who had their iconic fairy tale story told in the time since everyone got moved to Storybrooke? No. Yeah, I don't think so. So, so you're trying to like just basically give me this. So no. Well, no, I'm 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 not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just saying, as far as we know right now, the rules of the universe, mm-hmm. all the f- classic fairy tale stories happened uh, before they got transported to Storybrooke. Right. <clears throat> Although obviously there, well, there is, there's a little bit of weirdness with uh, with Neil. What I. Do you mean? Or, you know, and him going to Wonderland and the – well, I guess Peter Pan could have been there a long time before he ever made it. Yeah. Too. And plus he – didn't they say he w- he wasn't on Earth Earth? He was on Peter Pan Earth? Like, I don't remember. He, he was in the Peter Pan uni- version of London, not the uh, – Oh, yeah. Not our version of London. Right. That I remember. So, yeah, but Tinkerbell's coming. Uh, Tinkerbell. She might already be here. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Should be interesting. Okay, uh, now you have some hashtags. Here <laughs> I have, too. There was a lot of hashtags yeah, thrown yeah, around at the that. end. This is nothing. Okay, save Henry. The hashtag. It's a thing. Make it happen, people. It apparently they were even saying it's sort of like um, kind of going to be the first. That, those first eleven episodes, I think, are going to be heavily dealing with. That's going to be saving Henry. Mm-hmm. Henry is going to be gone. I think for that first, you know. Which will make some fans very happy. And some fans not so happy at all. <laughs> so, but hashtag But Hen- Henry. Henry is the new MacGuffin. I don't get it. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> another one that people were throwing out was Bell for Mayor. Mm-hmm. I'm way pro Bell for Mayor. Way. But, I mean, she contains, like, the spells to keep them safe. Why wouldn't she be the mayor? Yeah. The, you know, again. And Grumpy can be the new sheriff. Precious. Precious. <laughs> um, also, Ninja Fire. Ninja Fire. Not a big fan of Ninja Fire. I don't think – I know it's not going to catch on, but I thought I'd throw it out because it's entertaining. People are trying to put Bell Fire with Mulan. Oh, the shippers. okay. It's all the shippers. <laughs> but Mulan already ha- has a, has a uh, but, man in her life, at least one. <laughs> but, you know um, – What's her face? Mm. Is they're all three are there? Philip yeah. was and there, so you know those two are together, and then there's just mm-hmm. so. But they're pretty sure um, Eddie and Adam pretty much confirmed that that will not happen. Yeah, because you know seconds before falling down the hole, he told Emma he loved her. <laughs> well, yeah, and she it had would, said I love you. That's not going to happen. It would break all the rules of story logic to do that because I mean, right now. The love between Neil and Emma is the gun in the drawer. And, you yeah. know, that gun has to come out by the third act of yes. the overarching series. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. They, ha- they have to finally get together at some point. 
and you you could see it in their person. Mm-hmm. You know, they all slipped it back into character half the panel. Yeah, uh, she's like over oh, my dead body. <laughs> like, well, they're fresh into it so. exactly. So they're st- they're really much using it probably to get back into mm-hmm. character. Now, so- something uh, you didn't have listed here that I, I thought was worth bringing up was the whole. Uh, I guess. Uh, oh, who, who was it? They, I, I think it was people who wanted a pairing, a romantic pairing between Emma and the Queen. Okay. Asked them at the panel. They did, and you could tell they were not so happy that it got asked. Mm-hmm. Um, they because the person who asked the question basically accused them of setting up Swan Queen. Mm-hmm. In the first two seasons, and why have they never made it happen? Da 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 da. Yeah. They got really agitated by it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were trying so hard to keep their cool, but they're probably so sick of hearing about Swan Queen. <laughs> um, yeah, they basically pushed it aside. And that's part of when that came out. They're like, mm-hmm. she just told him she loves him after <clears throat> 10 years. Yeah. That's not going anywhere, even if she's getting yeah. on a ship with Captain Hook and Regina. Well, the thing is with shippers, and I like I, I used to date someone who was a Harry Potter shipper. Um, a, a, you know, like they, 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 there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's they, nothing wrong when it's like, playful. Like, well, I mean, there's even, you know, there's fan fiction outside of shipping, which right. I, I think is really cool and a really healthy outlet for fandom. And also, you know, people are making money off it because Amazon has a thing now to where you can publish your own fan fiction for really? like Vertigo comics and stuff. Cool. But you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. What I, I, I do see wrong is when people confront the creators of the show, the actual people who write the actual show, because what happened in the show conflicts with their headcanon. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that's a little rude and a little disrespectful. You can hop on the mic and be like, oh, did you see that, you know, there's a big movement of people who you right. know, ship Emma and the Queen together? That's fine. But, you know, to go up there and saying, you know, you guys set this up and you're messing basically with Basically letting it down. They were yeah. basically like, you're letting me down. And mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I mean, they have, a, they have a definite direction for the show. And, uh, I mean... You know, I'm all for LGBT rights right. and everything. Well, and they and even said they're not opposed to doing something yeah, to like doing that. Yeah, character. But they're not going to do it for a shock value. They're yeah. going to do it where it fits. Yeah, if you do it because it's gimmicky. Uh, it's gimmicky. Yeah, it's gimmicky and it, it doesn't really have any power to it. It doesn't have any teeth. You know, the reason, I don't know, Archie Bunker, and I'm probably dating myself by referencing all in the family. <laughs> but, you know, Archie, Archie Bunker. Bunker was interesting because it wasn't done for shock value because, you know, it wasn't like every episode he had a moral lesson that he shouldn't be a bigot. It was presenting the the interesting thing about that show was that he was a bigot and no one said anything. They found a way to present it to where it wasn't just a gimmick, but it said something about this culture Right. This, uh, the show was in. Right. And, you know, so if they can if they can find a way to do it to where it's not just a gimmick, not just a one off, I'm completely fine with, heck, you know, kill half the cast and bring bring in all new LGBT characters. I'm fine with that. As long as it works. Mm-hmm. Don't do it for a shock value. Exactly. So, you know, I just hate that people are attacking them for it because they've done mm-hmm. nothing but really give us great TV Mm-hmm. And they're taking these awesome stories, and, the, and people are just knocking them for it. And the thing is, they 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 don't have that in the show. But you know, you can go out and write your your slash fiction. Right. Uh, you know, just just you know, set it between seasons two and three. You know, on the ship. 
you know, yeah. on their way to Neverland. That's fine. Do what you got to do. But <laughs> that's the wonderful thing about fan fiction is because not even the show can define define the universe you're working in. Right. Nothing but, can define it. But yeah, nothing can define the universe you're working in. So don't try and put your definitions of. A universe onto other people. Exactly. I guess. It's kind of the opposite mm-hmm. of being like religiously preachy. Yeah. It's. I mean, you know what I mean? It's still mm-hmm. preachy, just very opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that was a very good conversation. I like I it. I like that. Good talk. Good talk. Okay, uh, now to end on some lighter some lighter news. Most definitely uh, you lighter You guys news. might have seen this. Uh, good morning, Storybrooke. Did you know that Storybrooke has a morning TV, TV news program show? It was fantastic. Can I please eat at Granny's? Do they have avocado? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's starring uh, Everybody. <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown uh, from Community is playing uh, one of the main hosts, Goldilocks. And uh, Paul Shear, which is it, awesome that she's Goldilocks. Yeah, Paul Shear is another one of the hosts. I can't remember who he's playing or if they even said. Who I don't he's think playing. they said. But this is going to be, uh, I'm guessing, probably twenty, thirty minutes of DVD extras on the season two DVD. But the thing about it is, they've built a set. They brought in Yvette Nicole Brown, who you know is big now. Well, she ha- she has a regular show going on right now, and you know that. If they're going to bring her in, I, I doubt it's going to be just for a DVD extra. So I'm, I'm guessing we might see a few snips and snips. blips and bobbles on a They'll TV on in the TV. background see, that's, yeah. from Good Morning Storybrooke in the in the new season, which is pretty cool. And I, I like Yvette Nicole Brown uh, from she Community, too. Yeah. So that'll be good. And yeah, and it has a lot of the regular cast members, too. Like, I think Dr. Whale makes an appearance. Yes, he yeah. has a segment. Mm-hmm. He has a segment. And in case you could <clears throat> not guess, they have... An advertisement for Granny's. You can stay at Granny's and you can eat at Granny's. Please just watch it so you don't think I'm just special. Yeah, we'll it have really a link is hysterical. In, we'll, we'll have a link for that and everything else we talked about mostly in the show yes. notes. I, yeah, I can link that. And I, I guess that's it. Yeah, I, I think that's all the news and stuff. Uh, do you want to go ahead and I guess we'll oh, yeah, we get to uh, what so – we, we cut a couple things just because they were very relevant to the finale, not so relevant two months later. Like as far as letters, apologize if your letter or tweet or whatever got cut. But uh, we just figured we'd drop uh, one in here and then we have an iTunes review too. So you want to go I ahead? Have, I'm going to let you take this. Oh, you're going to let me take this? I'm going to let you take it. I was was hoping to get a drink at that point. Um, Well, I haven't read it (laughs) recently. Okay. Uh, So this is uh, from Holly Holly in – from Wisconsin. Sorry, not in Wisconsin. Apparently he really – okay, take a drink. She she might not be in Wisconsin, but she's definitely from Wisconsin. Holly. Hi, Holly. Let's go to your letter. (laughs) Hey, Bill and Marie. Just wanted to drop you a line and tell you how much I enjoyed listening to your podcast. You're one of the many podcasts that I do listen to on a regular basis. I, I listen to various podcasts of my favorite shows, which happen to be, of course, Once Upon a Time, Doctor Who, whoop, whoop. Is It November Yet, and Castle. Some, uh, I've heard good things about Castle. I should look into that. Uh, some weeks I have quite a bit of listening to do, but I enjoy every minute of it. Love all the theories and discussion that have been had over the course of the season. I'm really looking forward to what season three will bring us. I'm working my way through the reawakened novel, which we still haven't finished reading yet. And I'm enjoying it so far. I'm hoping with later books, if they do continue, that we could get what I would like to call missing episodes, events that have happened off screen. I'm also very excited about Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. I know in the trailer clip that they did show the caterpillar. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that they still keep Roger Daltrey's voice as that of the caterpillar. I enjoyed... 
I enjoyed seeing the brief glimpse of him that we had in the season one episode in Once Upon a Time when the Queen and Jefferson went to Wonderland. If memory serves, I think the Who's tour is winding down, and if Roger's looking for something to do the creator and the creators want him again, I hope he says yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll take up the next paragraph. <laughs> I'm also a big Highlander the series fan, and Roger played a reoccurring character in the show that I fell in love with. It would be interesting to see a storybook for Storybrook version of the caterpillar. Yeah, and if you want to take it. Okay. As to the Rumples the boy will be my undoing theory. I don't think Henry or Neil will be Rumples undoing. I'm thinking it might be Peter Pan. Maybe Greg if he gets reverted back to his childhood self. Or wait a minute. Pinocchio. He's a boy right now. I'm really not sure how much Pinocchio knows about Rumple and his dark one ways. Just tossing it out there. Like Rumple says, the future is hazy. There's so many ways this line could be interpreted. Rumple's death, him losing his dark one's powers. Um, hopefully I'm not rehashing too much of what's already been said before. It's still, go- <laughs> it's still going, wait, going it's to still be going to be a wait until September. Keep up the great work. You two looking forward to future podcasts. Holly from Wisconsin, Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you for the letter, Holly. Thank you, Holly. And yeah, I, that's interesting. Although it's, I think it's still a little bit outstanding. I, I remember this being one of my most prevalent theories towards the end of the finale. What if Henry is Peter Pan? What if that shadow thing is Henry and there's some sort of time travel involved? That's all I'm going to say. I totally buy time travel in this world. Yeah, that's what I – I'd like to see some or time travel. Or all like four of these worlds. <laughs> They're adding a new series – a new spinoff series every uh, half season now. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time in Agrabah. Well – yeah, we, we for- didn't actually mention any yeah, of that. Yeah, we forgot to mention that uh, Jafar will be... On Wonderland. On Wonderland, which we is We didn't cover cool. any of Wonderland. Again, this yeah. is why I see it needs its own thing, so I can dedicate time to it. <laughs> yes, which, by the way, if you want to tell us... we should what, put up a poll. <clears throat> well, if you want to tell us how you feel we should handle that, or if you want to just write in, say, hey... Check uh, in. Our email is greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at gfstorybrook. You can write in, uh, or you can write in, you can call in with a voicemail, which we absolutely love because then we have a couple minutes where we don't have to talk every episode. Bill can get a drink for a minute. Mm -hmm. It makes him happy. But our voicemail number is 424-274-2352. And uh, I'll I'll say that again, 424-274-2352, just in case you need to get something to write with. But uh, something that we like to do is if you go to iTunes, search for Greetings from Storybrooke, and leave us a review, we'll read it. This one came in on July 3rd, which wasn't that long ago. A couple weeks. But And we apologize if we've missed any of these. I realized uh, when I went to look for this one that the or the podcast app on my iPhone doesn't sort by date. For reviews, oh. it sorts by usefulness. Oh, well, that's not helpful so, at all. Yeah. So, that is uh, not useful. I, th- I think we got all of them, but just in case, you know, uh, let us Point know that you put we'll it, it out there. But this one's from Kamlesh Patel, and it says, After the finale ended, I was fine and assumed that I could live without Once Upon a Time, and that lasted about a month, but suddenly all the once feels came back, and I need some... <laughs> And I need something, and you guys have been that have been that something. So thanks. P.S. I love the intro poems. I won't lie. I thought his intro poems were so silly in the beginning, and now mm. I love them. And I'm kind of <laughs> sad that we don't have one for this episode. I was just going to say, you know, yeah, yeah, you are a little critical of the intro. I was anti poem, and, and you know what? I th- I don't think anyone's ever written in and said that they didn't like them. 
They weren't on this side reading them. <laughs> he writes them. I read them. It doesn't really work all the time. It uh, works most of the time. Most, it, it has delayed recording some nights because <laughs> I just can't get it. Anyway, because it's a domestic. Um, <laughs> so one last thing, which I find hysterical. Um, Anthony Hooper, Hoops 900, as you may recall, was on our podcast months and months ago, mm-hmm. tweeted us this earlier this week. He says, I do believe my own mother is trying to put me under a sleeping curse, LOL. And it is a picture of an Apple turnover. <laughs> The amount of LOLing I did has continued for days. Nice. Uh, thank you for that, Anthony. Thank um, you. I, I feel bad about Anthony because, like, a lot of times, like, I'll have Skype signed in for work or something, right. <laughs> and then I'll walk away from it for a few hours. I'll come back and it'll he'll like have sent me a Skype message. Hi, Bill. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm I wasn't here. Sorry. He was not ignoring you. He yeah, was just I, busy. Not ignoring you is just you, you. Always catch me at bad times or when I'm not here. Sorry about that. Anthony. I'll do better. That's right. You will do better, Bill Meeks. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> brief summary. There's some news. Uh, we, we just told you about it. Um, we're going to be at Dragon Con Dragon Labor Day Con. weekend. I will Saturday. only be there on Saturday, so yes. if you're running around Saturday, please mm-hmm. find me because I'll be lost. Yeah, definitely <laughs> definitely write us uh, greetings from storybrook at gmail.com if you're going to the con because, you know, maybe Saturday we could do a little meetup because <gasps> I know we have some local fans and some other, even some other ones podcasters in the area. Yes, that will definitely be there, and I think Wynn might be there and Wynn Hope. Hope, uh, yes. You, you know the the, the all stars of the greetings from Str- <laughs> <laughs> the people who like to write us all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know I'll be around there all all weekend uh, covering it for Bleeding Cool. So if you see me, come up and say hi. Uh, you might not know what I look like. Uh, look for my badge. It'll say Bill Meeks on it. Or you could just go to like you know Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. You can or you can, Twitter and look at your profile picture. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just an idea. Yeah, you could you you know during the convention too, and I, I'm sure we'll probably have one more episode before the convention yeah. at least. But uh, you can tweet me at Bill Meeks, and uh, I'll reply and be like, "Hey, I'm at the Marriott. Come come hang out. I'll buy you a drink." I, I am totally going to attempt to put together a costume. By the way, <laughs> from once mm-hmm. I've actually considered getting my hair cut like one of the characters. <laughs> Um, that probably won't happen. That would be really cool. So, uh, Amory might be once upon a cosplayer. Once upon a cosplayer with a Harry Potter time turner. Because <laughs> I have the most gigantic time turner <laughs> that I have to wear. No other time in my life will I be at the, you know, mm-hmm. geekdom land to wear this time turner. So, okay. Well, I guess that's about it. Um, I don't know when we'll do another episode, but. Uh, we'll probably – I'm sure we'll do one before Dragon Con. We've got to be able to do one before Dragon Con. Yeah, and then, you know, we'll, month. We'll, be, we'll be full force into it, deep into it, starting on – and I'm stalling. The 29th? I the date, the 29th of September. Oh, I'm good. Yay, memory. So like the 30th-ish. Let's um, go-ish. Yeah, let's go-ish. We know how we are. <laughs> we'll be back into regular production for 11 weeks. So. 11 weeks, then we'll take a break where I'm mm-hmm. sure there will be a roundtable – yeah. With the once. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have a round table before the end of the summer. We might want to throw like, that out, though. Yeah. But uh, okay. Well, there uh, we go. I guess that's it. So until next time. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke.